Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. One time per year, every year, there is a holiday season that was originally meant to celebrate the first coming, the birth of Jesus, and that is, of course, Christmas. Now, I'm not sure that the deep significance of this first coming is apparent to most people. The goal of this brand new podcast series is to help us understand just how incredible that first coming of Jesus was. And so we're calling this series The First Coming. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem, we have to understand that it was a transition, not a beginning. And I I want to explain what that means. Jesus existed eternally as God the Son. In Micah, Chapter 5, verse 2, that's the Old Testament minor prophet Micah. He says this, But as for you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth for me to be a ruler in, in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. Now, obviously, this one that would come out of Judah to be a ruler in Israel, uh, whose goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity, this one is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a prophecy of the fact that Jesus would come. And it is assuming that Jesus existed eternally as, as God the Son, because it says He is from, the, from long ago, from the days of eternity. There is the Word. He existed eternally. And that's what I want to um, get across on, on today's podcast. And there is no better passage of Scripture to get that across than the very first chapter of John, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. And here's what the Word of God says. Listen carefully. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and apart from Him, nothing came into being that, that has come into being. Oh man, those three verses are just loaded with truth. And I, I want to take a, a few minutes just to unwrap those verses. I want you to, to, to stick with me here on, on those. Uh, verse 1, the very first three words says this, In the beginning. Does that sound familiar to you? Of course it does. If you know anything at all about the Scriptures, you remember that all the way back in the very first book of the Bible, the very first verse, the very first three words, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so, uh, John, uh, when he wrote John 1-1, and he started with, in the beginning was the word, he was, that was not an accident. That was not a coincidence. John meant to do that. He meant to tie together Genesis 1-1 with John 1-1 when he said in the beginning was the Word. He was saying that Jesus was at the creation of time, of space, of matter, of everything that was created. Jesus was there in the beginning of time, space, and matter. In the beginning 
was the Word, are the, are the next three words there in John 1.1, 1, 1, was the Word. This assumes the pre-existence with no record of beginning. There's no record of Jesus beginning. He pre-existed the creation of time, space, and matter. He is eternal. Uh, the word word there, it, John uh, borrowed that, as it were, from, from uh, the culture of the day. And, and the word word is the uh, Greek word lagos. In the beginning was the lagos. That word lagos uh, in Greek philosophy referred to a concept, the concept of divine reason, of a divine mind, of divine wisdom. And so John is taking that word, that concept, and he is applying it to the Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus is divine. He is divine reason. He is the divine mind. He is the divine wisdom, the wisdom of God. And and he's not just uh, some kind of ethereal concept, but he is a person. And that is very, very important to understand. In the beginning was this divine one, this divine one. He was there at the beginning and the rest of the verse says, this, this divine one, this logos, this word, was with God. And he was God. Uh, he is a part of the triune Godhead. He is equal in essence, he, in his very being, in essence. He is equal in, in attributes, divine attributes, omniscience, uh, omnipotence, omnipresence, and, and all the rest of the divine attributes. Uh, he's equal there. He is God of very God. Verse 2 says, He was was in the beginning with God. He, literally, this one, this one was. And so John is doing everything he can to show that he is a separate person from the Father. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He was in the beginning with God. A separate person. Verse 3 says, All things came into being through him, and apart from him nothing came into being that has come into being. How can you get more specific than that? Everything that exists came into being. Uh, out of nothing came something. Jesus miraculously created everything that, that exists. In Colossians chapter 1, Verses 15 to 17, we hear this. He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Firstborn doesn't mean that he was born first, but, but that he, that term there means that he's at the head of the class. He's at the very top of the class. He is the firstborn of all creation, for by him, all things were created. See, he couldn't have been created. He did the creating. All things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, where the thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Did you hear that? Uh, it's so specific. It's so to the point that, that he is the one that created everything. Now, beyond this, uh, I want you to understand that, and we're talking about the fact that Jesus uh, came in his birth, but before he came, he existed. He existed eternally. That's, that's where we're coming from here, and that, that's what we're seeing in the scriptures. Jesus himself 
claimed to have come from the Father. In, in John chapter 6, John chapter 6, verses 41 and 42, Jesus is having some interaction in his ministry with some unbelieving Jews. And verse 41 says, Therefore the Jews were grumbling about him because he said, I am the bread that came down out of heaven. <laughs> Jesus said that. I came down out of heaven. I can't say that, and you can't say that. I didn't exist until November 6th. Um, uh, 1955 on this earth. Um, and now, I did exist nine months previous to that in my mother's womb, but you know what I'm saying. I did not live in this earth until that day of my birth. Before that, I did not exist. But Jesus is not saying that. He said, before I was born, I existed. I came down uh, out of heaven. Verse 42 says, they were saying, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down out of heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. And so Jesus is uh, claiming that he was sent by the Father, and he's claiming that he can raise up those who believe in him from the dead. And so there is no doubt about that. And then over in John chapter 8, just to further drive it in, and there are other places too, but I'm not going to take the time on this podcast to read every one of them, but John chapter 8, verses 56 to 59, another interaction with the Jews. And Jesus said, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You're not yet 50 years old, and... You have seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly. Now when Jesus says, Truly, truly, listen up. Truly, truly, I say to you, Before Abraham was born, I am. Wow. I am that I am, God the, God said. And, and Jesus is using that, that expression. And those Jews understood exactly what he was saying, because listen to what verse 59 says, therefore they, those Jews, picked up stones to, to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple because it wasn't his time yet to, to die. He wasn't afraid to die. It was not his time and place to die, but they were trying to kill him because they realized that he was guilty of blasphemy, claiming to be God if he wasn't truly God. And so it is clear. John is making it extremely clear here in this in this passage and throughout the book of who Jesus was and who he claimed to be, and that that he really did exist before he was born in Bethlehem, and they really was God, a very God, a part of the Triune Godhead. Now we have to understand that Jesus coming to be born a human in Bethlehem was part of God's predetermined plan way back in eternity. On the day of Pentecost, when Peter preached that sermon, filled with the Holy Spirit, he preached that great sermon. And in the midst of that sermon, in verse 23, here's what Peter said, This man, referring to Jesus, this man delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed to a cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death. Peter said, his coming, his dying on the cross, 
wasn't an accident, wasn't an afterthought, wasn't something that was uh, under the power and the will of human actions. But he said it was a part of the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God. And just to uh, further uh, add to that, years later, Peter, when he wrote the first epistle of Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 to 20, he says, Knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, but... You were redeemed with the precious blood as of a lamb, unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. For he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you. Did you hear that? Jesus was foreknown before the foundation of the world. This whole business of him coming to earth and coming to die was a part of God's plan. It wasn't something at the hands of human beings, determined at the hands of human beings. It was God's sovereign plan. And so uh, this whole business of of, uh, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, we've got to understand that it did not start in in, in Bethlehem that day, but it started in the counsel of God in eternity past. So let me just wrap it up by saying Jesus is God of very God. He is fully divine with all the glory of God. He's the second person in the triune Godhead. And he, uh, this God, came to be born as a human. Fully God and now fully human. And, and, and in that time of his humanity on earth, while he was on earth, choosing to limit his glory. And Jesus, in his great high priestly prayer before he died, said this, Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Keep that in your mind. I can't wait for the next podcast when we talk about the the great significance of Jesus coming and emptying himself and becoming a human being. And we'll talk about what that is. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.